Hello, my name is Ben Croft alongside Tom Scholes and welcome to the first episode of this brand new football podcast that we are calling The Sweeper. We'll be talking about the upcoming Premier League season, discussing the new signings, previewing the weekend games and providing our predictions for what is sure to be a fantastic and exciting Premier League season. Right, Tom, what do you think about the, uh, the new signings then, mate? Thank you, mate. I think, I think the Premier League signings anyway. Yeah. I mean, Man United have done the best business. By far and away. Yeah, By far and away. Yeah. They've improved where they needed to improve on. Paul Pogba is a lot of money, but I think over the course of time, if he wins in the league, he's definitely worth it. Mm. Zlatan, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but Zlatan, he's got, he's got to. Well, me and you have that bet. Uh, There's a fiver riding on it. It's yeah. a big. It's, it is big. Now, it's big. Now, now I'm thinking about it, I do think he will get more than 10 Premier League goals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like him in, him in the uh, him in the, the community shield. He didn't do much. Yes, I, I'll admit he didn't do as well as he could have. But at the same time, he's he popped up with an important goal, and that's all that matters. I mean, yeah. At, at the end of the day, that's that's probably why they've got him. You know, they, they needed someone who could who could score goals to take them to the title. Really. I mean, they did since Van Persie's gone. They've not really replaced him, have they? To no. be honest. So he, he and he's on a free as well, so they didn't have to spend much money on him. So yeah. I think with I think with Zlatan, I think PSG found that out a bit when he was there. He improved the players around them. Mm. So bringing him into the club is more than just one man scoring a couple of goals. He'll improve Martial. He'll improve Rashford. He'll. Him, if Mkhitaryan gets a good run of games, I can imagine him being absolutely deadly this season. I mean, be, just because of the target he's got to hit. I mean, that will be interesting though if he, if Mkhitaryan does start, because you have obviously Zlatan up front. You've got Rooney who's going to play in the ten. You've got um, Martial on the left. And does he go with Lingard, or does he go with Mkhitaryan? Lingard played well, I thought, in the uh, Community Shield. I think in, yeah, in pre-season Lingard's done pretty well. But it's it's a, it's it's a, it's a good headache. Oh, it is, getting the, getting the cliches out nice and early. Yeah, yeah. It's a good selection headache it is. for him because Lingard. The only thing I'd say is Lingard defensively isn't what Jose would want. Mkhitaryan might be more so. Neither would Martial. To be fair, naturally he's, he is a striker. Yeah, so that's a good point. To be fair. That was a. <laughs> um, well, Rooney. Oh, Rooney does. You know, he's played. He's played in midfield before, so I suppose that. Those habits, I think, of him dropping deep has got to get out of his game. I think yes. Rooney at number 10, I think he'll be more of a centre-forward than an attacking midfielder. I think he'll be someone that drops off mm. of Ibrahimovic, tries to get on the end of knockdowns, rather than be an, a, what we know as an attacking midfielder, like an Ozil or a De Bruyne, where he runs at him yeah. and he feeds the ball in. I think he'll be on, it'll essentially be a second striker. I, th- I think it, you can kind of compare him to... In, in a way, the way he's going to play now to Frank Lampard, kind of box to box, he'll get himself in the box at the right time, you know, he'll score a lot of goals from outside the box, I think Rooney, you know, playing that number 10 role. But yeah, I agree, yeah. I agree he'll, he'll probably play closer to, to Ibrahimovic. I think he, after the summer Rooney's had, he needs to win back the support of people who stuck their neck out of him for him. He's he's definitely not a midfielder because he made a he made everyone believe that spraying a forty yard pass 
diagonally meant you're the next Paul Scholes. Yeah. It, it it really doesn't. Mm. It's he doesn't have the the ability to be a central midfielder like Scholes was. A centre forward, he can still pass it, but he's a little bit more attack minded than he would be if he dropped back. Yeah. I think with Pogba and I, I, whoever the holding midfielder next to him is going to be, I think they've got a, a suitable platform that just allows Rooney to stay up the pitch. I, mean, I think if it's Pogba and Carrick, there's no need for Rooney to drop deep. No, no, there isn't. But it, 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 his habits now, there's Van Gaal playing him in midfield, Hodgson playing him in midfield for England. He, he might just have that habit of dropping too deep and he has to get out of his game. Yeah, but if anyone is going to convince you not to drop back into midfield and do what they say, it's Jose Mourinho. It and yeah. he's... Hodgson and Van Hal are no longer in jobs, and there's a reason for that. And it's stupid decisions like putting Wayne Rooney in central midfielder. Yeah. So, I think as a number ten, as a centre forward, he probably will be effective for him, along with Zlatan. I mean, staying on Man United, Paul Pogba, he's he's probably one of the well high, highest prospects of, in European football, in world football. Um, just smashed the transfer record. Not ninety three point was it two five million? Well, that's what they're saying on Sky Sports. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous, isn't it? That, that amount of money can be spent on a player that doesn't score too many goals, doesn't create too many goals. Well, so, I mean, it's it's a hard one because he's a good player. He's a great he's, player. He's a great player. He's a superb player at Juventus. But he had great players around him. And I think that might just be the difference. When he was coming through, he had Pirlo and Vidal around him. Mm-hmm. Them two left, and he had Kadira next to him. Yeah. He had Marchisio when he was fit, and it was almost like they complimented him. And Kadira and Marchisio did their roles, and Pirlo and Vidal did theirs, and just let Pogba do his thing. Yeah. At, at United, I don't know how that's going to work, because he's expected now to essentially be the best player in the league. And, and for United, to be fair. You know, yeah, you, he's got to be. He's, he's, got, he's got to be... Um, he's, you know, he's, they're expecting him to, you know, to change games. When you spend that amount of money on, play, on a player, he's got, he's got to be able to influence a game somehow. And if he goes missing in some games, the pressure will, will be on him. Oh, I think he'll be able to influence games, but it's, it's the adapting to it uh, he's not got the time that other midfielders would have it's well for example some of that I can think of is Eric Lamella mm. he came in with a massive price tag and he was expected to be the next to Bale's replacement he was built and he played like Ronaldo when he first turned up and people just assumed right he, he's got to be he's got to hit the ground running because it was a lot of money and it's only last season and coming into this one that he's really shown what he can do Pogba has to hit the ground running or else he'll be cast off as another Eric Lamella a Juan Sebastian Veron. that's the risk that's the risk he runs yeah yeah I, I can see him succeeding at United he's got all the um, attributes to do well in the Premier League but I think it is, it's a lot of pressure on him you know 93.25 million for, is he 23 24 years old I think he's. I think he's only twenty two. He's not that old, but he's just, he's been around for ages. That's why. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I I love him at, at Chelsea, you know. But 
yeah, you certainly you you, know, you, you wouldn't say no to any it. of your clubs. Yeah, any, you wouldn't you wouldn't say no to someone as class as Paul Pogba. I think it's just if he was if he went for forty million pound, people would be saying it's a bargain. It's just the price tag yeah. for me. And when people say, "Is he worth it?" Literally, yes. That literally, that is what they paid for him, so he is worth it. Mm. And uh, in case you haven't uh, realised, any of you on social media, Arsenal need a defender, a centre back, and a striker. <laughs> Apparently. How? What do you mean? Yeah. Uh, you telling me that Arsenal need to sign players? Yeah, apparently, yeah. That's, I've uh, never heard anyone on blind say that. No, I, I mean, it's, it's the first I've heard of it. Actually, this, this morning I woke up and uh, apparently they need a striker and a, and a centre back. Not that they've not needed one for like 10 years, but. No, there is. No, no, no don't, don't. They've been fine. They've been fine in that central defensive midfield. Oh, yeah. I mean, now they've got, is it Holding and uh, Bellic apparently is going to start against Liverpool. Wow, that's, that's a that's a walk in the park for oh, them too, isn't it? Oh, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you know, a dangerous attack. <laughs> Mane, Coutinho, Firmino, no doubt. I don't know about back pocket. Back pocket. You know, that's yeah. I mean, that's easy day for Arsenal there. But no, on a serious level, you know, Mustafi and uh, Lacazette. Do you think they could take Arsenal to the title? Well, you, before we start doing the Arsenal thing of going for the title, they haven't signed anyone. Yeah, officially, apart from Shaka. So uh, until until either one of them is appointed, appointed until either one of them is signed, signed. rather. Yeah. I'm jumping. I'm jumping the gun here. Yeah, definitely. It's it, it's hard to call because if you if they sign a defender and if they sign a striker in particular, them two, they've gone from struggling to get to the top four to title challenges. But for Arsenal, it's always been a case of they've never been able to agree a fee, or it's been it has been the stumbling block for them. Yeah, they've, they've, I mean, there was a thing on Sky Sports about the near the nearly eleven, and uh, there was players like Bale, Ronaldo, Messi, Ibrahimovic. Yeah, I mean, it's like and that just goes to show that they can attract the best players. They just never sort of agree a fee or might be personal terms or whatever. Oh. When you, all joking aside with Arsenal, and I know we support the two teams that probably despise them the most, yeah. from a neutral point of view, they have all the attributes to be one of the top clubs in the world. They've got Alexis Sanchez, they've got Petr Cech, they've got a fit Lauren Koscielny, they've got a Granit Xhaka who should be good in the Premier League, they've got Meza Ozil, they've got, that's five players off the bat there that are superb. They've got a great stadium, they've got a manager who whilst he hasn't exactly been the most successful, deserves a lot of respect and is respected in the game, they should be one of the biggest teams in the world. But for whatever reason, they're not. Wenger's, I think he's kind of losing the plot a little bit, if if I'm honest. Tactically, in big games, he's terrible. I mean, defensively, they're they're a shambles in big games, I think. I I know their attack, their attack's... You know, it is good, isn't it? You've got Ozil, you've got Sanchez, you've got Giroud on his day, you've got players like that. But Well, Giroud is a good striker. He's just not scoring Harry Kane levels of goals or Diego Costa first season at Chelsea level of goals. Mm. That's, that's his problem. He's just another striker. But I think with Arsenal, it's a mentality thing from the players. Yeah. I think they assume they get the job done way too quickly. 
It's like when they beat Leicester at the Emirates. Uh, I think Welbeck scored in the last minute, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They thought they Leicester, had the job done. Yeah, Leicester ended up putting their heads down and working on it and obviously paid dividends. They won the league. Mm. Arsenal players went and got their phones and started taking Snapchats and selfies of each other because they've just beat Leicester. Yeah. And that's they should difference. be doing what Leicester did and go, right, yeah. next game, come on. I don't, I don't think it hurts Arsenal enough when they lose. I think when they lose football games, I don't see, I don't see them hurting inside. I don't see it affecting them at all. I think, I think that has to change. It's got to hurt to lose. I think it. I, I think it hurts. If I'm honest, I think it does hurt. But it's 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 something that they can't seem to cure, and I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's throwing money at it and just hoping that someone like an Ozil can walk them to the league. I don't know whether it's Wenger's not putting the right sort of mindset into them. I don't know what it is. I don't think anyone knows what it is. No, I don't. I just, it's just it, to be an Arsenal fan, it must be so frustrating to to watch your your team, you know, week in week out, year in year out, not not win any trophies. At, like they used to be. You know, it's, it's frustrating when you when you look at teams like Man United, like we spoke about, and City are spending ridiculous amounts of money. And Arsenal know Arsenal fans know they've got this money, mm. and they know they boy they need to strengthen. The players are out there. They could have had so many players this season, but for whatever reason, this just not happened. Yeah. And from the fans' point of view, it's got to be frustrating to watch all of this happen. Yeah, I mean, especially the money they've got as well. That apparently they've got is it two hundred million to spend, you know? Some some along those lines. They've spent what thirty something million of it on Shaka. On, on Shaka, yeah, and, and a Chinese striker or Japanese striker. It it's it's unreal. But um, when you, but they'll but they'll still manage to get top four knowing them because that's just what happens. I don't think it's going to happen this season. I think I think this is going to be the season. I do. Do you think this is Wenger's last season? Um, do you know what? No, no, I don't. I, I think he'll, Why sign, is that? I'll, he'll sign a new contract. I, I think. I, I just can't see him leaving right now. I, I can't. I, I can see him signing a new, maybe another year, maybe until someone really becomes available. You know, I know Simeone's hinted at at leaving after that Champions League final, but. I can't see him leaving leaving Atletico in, in the short term, and he's probably the, he would probably be the ideal or the best replacement for Wenger. Well, I said to you and a couple of other people, I think it's Eddie Howe. I think Eddie Howe's going to get that job. Well, why, why do you think Eddie Howe? Because Bournemouth, he'll keep him up this season. He plays good football. He plays football that Arsenal like to play. Mm. He. Invests heavily in youth, and he isn't afraid to spend money because he spent fifteen million on Jordan Ive. <laughs> so he's got no problem in spending money. No problems. He's a good. He's a safe bet. He's not going to pull up any. He's not going to offend anyone. He's not going to make any enemies. It's going to be perfect for the club. Mm. And I think if he gets a good cup run. Because I think I think Bournemouth will stay up easily. I think they'll stay up. I, I, I don't think they will. To be honest, I think I think they're going down. 
we'll get on to that later, yeah, I think. Yeah. But I think if he gets a good cup run in like the, the, the FA Cup or something along those lines, I think they might look <clears> at it and go, all right, we can, we can make him ours. Working with better players, and I think he could do it. That would be a big risk, but what he's done with Bournemouth is, is incredible. I mean, to take them from League Two to, to the Premier League in, what was it, four or five seasons? Oh, yeah. And then I mean, they, they comfortably stayed up last year. It wasn't a last day, you know, last minute goal that, that kept them up. I mean, they were safe with, what was it, three or four games left. So They were safe with a long way to go. A long way to go. So, you know, I, can, I can't see that happening, but, you know, you, it's not a bad shout, I suppose. It's not. It's not impossible. I think it, it, Simeone is the only other person available. What, what about Blanc? <sighs> he, if well, Arsenal are used to not doing anything in Europe, so he'll be perfect for him. <laughs> but I think maybe, maybe, but he's not as philosophically. He's he's not as mind generated. You know, I'm trying to get the words out here, but. Yeah. What's what in, what's going on in my head isn't coming out my mouth. That's a shame. How, well, for some, <laughs> how and Wenger have a clear philosophy. They play a certain way. They do do their business in a certain way. Mm. Blanc doesn't. So he wouldn't be. You don't think he'd be the perfect fit? Uh, not the perfect fit. I think the perfect fit is Simeone. Whether they'll get him or not is a different story. Yeah. It is a tough one with Arsenal. It is a tough one. As much as I don't, you know, I'm not a big fan of, of the club, or, but I, I kind of feel feel for their fans a little bit. We feel bit. for them as much as we can. Yeah, and that's only a tiny bit of, of that. My... Yeah, that's a, a tiny bit of your mind of saying, well, if that was my club, I'd be, uh, I'd be, I'd feel sorry for them. But it's not my club, so I don't care. Yeah. But um, another another signing I'm absolutely delighted about is a. Uh, N'Golo Kante, thirty-two million pound. It's a bargain. It's you, a bargain. It's a bargain. It's got to be. It's, I mean, arguably the best player of the Premier League last year. Yep. You know, I mean, I'm just. You know what? It's your club. I'm just going to let you go on this one. Well, I'm going to let you do your thing. Th- this is the thing I, I was saying to someone the other day, is that Kante played in a very, oh, I wouldn't say defensive Leicester team. They were well organised. But most of the time they were on the back foot and they looked to counter-attack. At Chelsea, he's not going to be doing that. So, I think a more attack-minded Chelsea, will he be able to do the job he did at Leicester? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Leicester weren't flying players forward. You know, it was only really Mares, Vardy, occasionally Albrighton, Okazaki that were bombing forward. Him and Drinkwater just sat in the midfield. I think that helped him with players around him to do his job. But with Chelsea, it'll be, you know, Hazard will get forward, William, Costa, Batshuayi if he plays, Fabregas, the two fullbacks will get forward. I think he, he might... It'll be interesting to see how he copes in a more attack-minded team. That's the, that's the way I see it. And he, he likes he to get be... forward. He likes to get forward as well. Mm. Do you think he could be... The modern Makaleli. I think he's Makaleli and more, to be honest. Go for it. Oh, this is interesting. Go I for it. Makaleli was superb. The best, probably the best holding midfielder, one of them in the world, ever. He did, 
just did a job. He sat in front of that back four. He did not move. He was great on the ball. He was great off the ball. But Kante just—he seems to have just a bit more. He's got more energy. He's more vibrant. Occasionally, he'll get forward. You know, interceptions, passes, tackles. I think he just does everything. Covers the most ground. I think that's just more than what what Makalele did. Makalele wasn't a runner. He wasn't exactly running left, right, and centre to get the ball. Whereas Kante, he just reads the game so well, and he covers the most distance. I just think that's that's what not surpasses him as Makalele, but kind of is it kind of like Makalele with with batteries, if I could put it that way. He's a Duracell Makalele. Yeah, that's yeah. That's All right. It. What do you what do you think on, on Kante? I think with Kante, I think you're spot on. With it depends on who's around him, mm. because if he's on the if he's because pl- haven't Chelsea been playing four one four 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 one four one in pre season and four two four as well, which I'm not a big fan of. But but if he who's 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 midfield partner in that four two four? Well, it was it's been Fabregas, it's been. Oh yeah, Fabregas and Matic as well. I think was one. I think if he has, I was saying um, the other day to someone, if he has a Fabregas next to him, mm. I think them two could complement each other very well. I think Kante wins the ball back, does the dirty work, gives it off to Fabregas, who does his thing. Because mm. on the ball, Fabregas is still good. The thing that Fabregas has always been. Well, at Chelsea anyway, there's always been a criticism of him. He hasn't had the he hasn't had the legs. He doesn't run. If he has someone next to him that can, then that's that half should, of his job done. That should bring out the best of him. I think the thing with Kante is, I think he'll be better playing next to someone who's a different player to him. If he had Matic next to him, they'd both be doing the same job. And you, yeah, you don't really want that. Uh, but I think you're right. What you say, if if Kante and Fabregas are playing together, Fabregas doesn't have to do a lot of a lot of the running or, or tracking back because Kante will do it for him. Yeah. So, in that sense... In, th- in theory, that should be a perfect partnership, yeah. but you never know. But Matic has, Matic has been playing well in pre-season, so it'll be interesting to see how how Conte, who he picks on, on Monday night. It will be interesting. Now, I'm going I'm to ask you... We're switching up because this is your part of it, and I'm going to ask you the questions. Mm. Are you frustrated in the lack of transfer dealings at the club? Or are you happy with just Kante and Batshuayi? No, I'm not happy with just Kante and Batshuayi. I think we need a, I think we need a left-back. I think we need a centre-back. I think we need another striker. I think we need three players. Right, who have you, have you targeted anyone in your like fantasy booking <laughs> mind? Well, you know, before way before the transfer window started, I wanted Varane, to be honest. You know, I think that's especially when yeah. Mourinho was at Chelsea. I thought we would we would go after Varane a bit more than what we did. Um, we were in for Stones, but obviously now he's gone to Man City. Um, Koulibaly looks looks at the moment the likeliest of transfers to come to Chelsea. But again, we, we would have to pay in excess of what fifty million pounds. I think Napoli want. So okay. I don't know whether that transfer is going to go through. When you look at our defenders now. Cahill, you know, he's hot and cold. He's got a mistake in him. Terry, well, how many years has he got? We don't know. Ivanovic, a fullback. Well, it's not what he used to be. 
Uh, Aspilicueta left back if he gets injured. We just loaned out Baba Rahman. So I don't know. I'm not sure, to be honest. I am worried defensively. Um, I think that might be our downfall to, to win the title. What about a striker then? So you've got Costa and Batshuayi. Mm. Now for most clubs, that's pretty solid. I think Remy's still at the club, isn't he? Yeah, just about. Who just, just You say you want another striker. Mm. Who would you ideally and realistically want? Well, this is the thing. I don't know whether we need a backup striker to Costa and Batshuayi or someone to compete with Costa. It's, it's a tough one to call because if we're going to play with two strikers then we have to have at least four I reckon four strikers if we're going to play with one maybe three you might get away with having three so Costa, Batshuayi and Remy might be okay I don't know what Batshuayi it's, it's a big question mark him I like him I think he's a good player but um, you know he, he was not in the Belgium team and uh, but he did do well for Marseille he scored what, 17 goals, was it, in the French league last year? I think something along those lines, yeah. Goals, and he got, ten, I think, 10 assists as well. So, in a Marseille team that were, were poor, frankly, quite frankly, poor. So, yeah, it, it, it's a tough one. Uh, Costa needs to rediscover his form from the first season where he, where he got 20 odd goals, but I don't know, yeah, I don't know who's that. Maybe someone like being a bit ambitious here, maybe Cavani, something like that, but. Will PSG sell him? Probably not. If PSG could get a replacement, they'd sell him in an instant. Yeah. You wouldn't be getting a striker that scores goals, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's, but yeah. With, with Batshuayi, I understand the scepticism because I like him. We both really like him. Mm. But he was outstanding in a poor Marseille team. Mm. Now, was he outstanding because the team was poor? Or was he outstanding because he's outstanding? Did, did the poor players around him make him look better? I think that's a concern. Yeah, I, yeah, I can I can agree with that. I think <clears throat> in now the pressure's... I, mean, I think there's more pressure on him now. You know, we, we are a bigger club than Marseille. And our expectations are probably a bit more higher. But I don't know whether he's going to start. I think he'll be on the bench on Monday night. So it'll be interesting th- to see how many games he does play well he does do in those games I think if he is the main striker the pressure will be on him mm. but if he's on the bench I, I think he can get away with missing a couple of games going a couple of games without scoring yeah. because Costa will be the man the focus is on Costa if Batshuayi is a super sub more power to him mm. it can't go wrong from there yeah but um, yeah, yeah two, two or three more signings I don't think we will get two or three but He's probably one more realistically we might get, and that's a centre back. I think Kula Bally, if we can get him, then well, the squad's not complete, but it's better than what, what it is now. We do need a centre back more than we do any other position, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but anyway, going, going on to your club, Tottenham, I think you've made what, is it two Is it two signings? Wanyar two and, solid signings. Wanyar and, and Vincent Janssen. Do, do you think you need more? To, Especially with Champions League football. I think we do. I think we do. I think we need another... I mean, I would like another central midfielder because I don't trust uh, Mason. I don't trust Carroll. Mm. I think Harry Winks has had a good pre-season, but 
I don't know how far he's going to get in the first team when it comes to proper football mm. in terms of the Premier League and Champions League. I think striker, in an ideal world, we'd have one more, but they're just not there. So Kane and Janssen, I'll take. I'll have that. Clinton NG, is he still knocking about? He's still knocking about, but there's a bit up in the air with him and Nkudu because Nkudu was meant to be coming to Tottenham. Mm. But by the sounds of it, Levy's pulled out of the deal because he thought he could get him for cheaper. And I see there's a lot of people on social media, Tottenham social media, that are saying, oh, it's Levy up to his old tricks again. But when you sit back and you take a look at it from his point of view, mm. Marseille want 13 million euros for him. That's the same as they sold Dimitri Payet for. Yeah. So he Levy's looked at that and gone, well, if Payet's worth that, and Kudu's not worth that, so we're going to get him for this much. Marseille, whilst they're in mo- no position really to turn down any sort of money, they've said no. So as as it stands, and and G's staying, and then Kudu's not coming. So I think that might that might work against them in a way. Do you think you need someone like Nkudu? Do you think you need a winger? You know, somebody down the wing. I think. When we beat him 4-1, I think it was, at the, at the lane. Mm. And he was outstanding when he, in the, his brief little cameo. He's got the, he's got the pace to, in this league when the, top, the, the defenders tire and the legs go. He's got the pace and he's got the ability to just burn past them. And I think he's very similar. Him and Nkuda are very similar players. Mm. To get rid of one and bring in someone that's exactly the same, I don't know. There's obviously reason behind it because I don't ever doubt anything Mauricio Pochettino says or does. But I'm, keeping in G isn't a bad thing for me. For some people it may be. I mean, it's an option, isn't it? It's always good to have options. It's, yeah, certainly an option. If we were keeping both of them, if, if we were keeping in G and signing in Kudu, I'd be all up for it. But getting rid of one to replace him with someone that's similar, mm. I don't know, it's just a bit... It doesn't really make much sense to me. What about Wanyama then? You've got to be happy about that. That's a great sign. He's, he's an absolute beast. The yeah. man's an ox of a man. He's, he's, he's unreal. He'll. What we lacked towards the latter part of the season was depth, mm. especially in the midfield position, because we'd bring on someone for Deli Alley, let's say, mm. because he had such a good season and his legs went. We brought on Tom Carroll and we brought on Ryan Mason. We now have the ability to push Dembele forward when he plays anyway and bring mm. Wanyama on. Yeah. Wanyama and Dyer next to each other, it's like getting past a tank. That, like a massive tank. Yeah. It's not happening. And I think that's a plus. But I do feel we need another central midfielder, just just on the safe side. What about anywhere else? Do you think we need to strengthen anywhere else? Maybe defensively, do you think, you think you're... I think defensively we've probably got the best partnership in the league with Vertonghen and Alderweireld and Wimmer when he, when he came in last season was superb uh, young lad Cameron Carter-Vickers has had a good pre-season mm. and he's been on the cards to play and to break into the first team for a while now and it looks like it's going to happen and if Pochettino trusts him I trust him that's yeah. that's yeah. that's the atmosphere around the club at the moment mm. but he, I mean I wouldn't be surprised if Who's it? Cat, Cat Carter Vickers. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he probably played a few games. Pochettino does like to use the youngsters, doesn't he? So. I think the League Cup. I 
think the League Cup is where we might play most of the the secondary players. Mm. Like sort of like a Vaughan, Dyer, uh, not Dyer, sorry, Davis, uh, Trippier, mm. Vickers and Rimmer. Those second string kind of players. Yeah, get them out there. He did it last season against Arsenal and I think it was it was the right idea, the wrong fixture mm. because we ended up losing it and it was like if we if we lost to a, a city with that team, I think people would have just got shrugged their shoulders and got on with it, but it's Arsenal. Yeah. You don't yeah, any any game, even if it's you know, pre season, like you know, you don't want to be losing to Arsenal, do you? No. Yeah. I mean if you're clutching at straws if you're going to lose a game to your rivals, it's going to be a meaningless third round of the League Cup. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's still losing to your rivals. I mean, but if I remember rightly, both teams weren't at full strength there, were they? Yeah, so I think both he was, teams weakened it. It was that. just a case of who was more weakened than the other. Mm. But um, what, what do you think, realistically, Tottenham's chances? Of league and Champions League. Champions League? I'm just happy to see them there again. I'll take last 16. I mean, I, we were lucky the last time we got in there when we got to the quarterfinals. Mm. We were hanging on for dear life against AC Milan in the second leg. And I still don't know how we won the first leg. But I'll take a last 16, get get a, three games at Wembley. It'll be nice to see it sold out. I think it's just, it's just nice being back. Obviously, you know, I want to do well. But in a realistic world, we're not going to because the other teams are just better than us. Mm. And I think the groups will be hard because we're a pot three team. We're a good pot three team, but we should hopefully face like a Benfica instead of a Real Madrid or a Bayern Munich. Yeah, I mean, you could really get what Bayern, Atletico, and a good pot four team. There's bound to be one. There always is. Um, someone like Celtic. Yeah, it's on a tricky, a tricky away tie. Yeah, be there's one. always one kicking about. But yeah, I think for the because we're a pot three team, a little bit more pessimistic with the Champions League mm. because I'm 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 going to enjoy it I'm not going to be stressed out by it I'm going to enjoy it I'm going to enjoy the spectacle but for the league I think we've got a genuine chance of top chance of top four again winning the league no mm. I'll never in a million years will anyone be able to convince me we can win this league do you think that will be the, the target for Pochettino trying to win the league or just trying to get top four I think the target will be Secure top four, mm. get the Champions League places. But if you can try go for the league, because last season's target was top four, and whilst we ended up getting it, it for the large part of the season it was winning the title. Mm. I think it's it's what stops us from winning the league, and it's going to sound really simple, and it's going to sound so obvious. It's the other teams. We can play as well as we want, but if the other teams don't drop points there's nothing we can do about it yeah teams like Man United City Chelsea they're mm. three teams that stand in our way if we have any hope of it let alone a, a Liverpool or an Arsenal mm. and I mean, there's so many isn't there contenders it's it's, un- yeah. it's unbelievable um, I mean I'm sitting here writing off our chances and you know it's the, it's the one season you can't because anything anything, anything, anything can happen anything so we could win it. We're in a position where we've got a good team, we've got a good system, we've got a good manager. We've strengthened well, and I think by the time the window ends, we'll have two or three more players, and I think we'll be in a better position. Yeah. But I just think other teams have strengthened um, a lot more. You know, 
Chelsea and and United, just the two examples off the bat. Third or fourth, I'll be happy with. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, to be honest, going on to a bit of now predictions for the season, I, personally, I don't think you'll make, um, I don't think you'll be in the top seven, personally. Uh, okay, my, my, I'm, I'm slightly my, offended by my, that. My if you go back and listen to this audio, you can you can literally hear the minute my heart breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, I, I, I don't know, there's something, I think, um, last season, I think, Obviously, you did well last season, but I mean, towards the end of it, you, you crumbled. Let's be honest. At, at Chelsea, you were tuning up, lost your discipline. Um, From a Tottenham fan's point of view, seeing Eric Dyer absolutely batter Cesc Fabregas was as good as it gets. <laughs> but it was. But uh, probably as a Chelsea fan, it was it was better seeing us have a free kick in the ninety fourth minute and taking it to the corner flag. <laughs> oh, honestly, seeing Eric Dyer batter him batter anyone it, it, it actually endeared him to our fan base even more than it already did even than he already was but yeah that, that was a crazy game that was but yeah I don't, I don't know there's something about Tottenham I think Deli Ali had a poor Euros didn't he I think that might diminish his confidence a little bit a lot of pressures on Kane to score goals I think uh, teams will take you a bit more seriously than they did last year I think that might be your downfall. Champions League as well, you have might have one eye on that. So, yeah, I, I don't think you'll make... That's my prediction anyway. You, you probably will, we'll, but that's... When we get to the prediction bit, because we still have one team that we've left to cover, when we get to the prediction bit, mm. I think... Yeah, I, we've, got, we've got interesting picks, mm. to say the least. Yeah. But who's, who's the one team we've left out? It's Manchester City, Ben. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Pep Guardiola. His first taste of uh, Premier League football. I-, I think they'll win the league. What-, what-, what do you think? I don't. I think they'll struggle. Yeah? I think... I- <sighs> because it takes time to build... For Guardiola, it takes time um, to to build his team, to build them the way they've played. It's not like he's walking into Barcelona where they play that from the youth upwards. It's not like where he's playing at Bayern Munich where the players are just better than they were at City. Mm. At, he's, he's having to deal with players like Samir Nasri, um, Yaya Torre and Jesus Navas. He's got a lot of work to do. Yes, they've signed Sane. Yes, they've signed Gundogan, who's unfit every now and again. Nolito coming off the back of a good season for Celta Vigo. Uh, John Stones... My thoughts on him, I can go hours yeah. about that. But for the benefit that. of everyone, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah. I just think it might be too much too soon for him. I think next season, you know, I'm, I'm looking way into the future here. I think next season's where that City team can kick off. I, th- I just think just Aguero. I think he's by far and away the best player in the Premier League. He's yeah, just, just Aguero. He's, he's unreal. Second. He is unreal, and I think just him alone can carry them to the title. If they keep the, enough clean sheets, they'll win. Mo- they'll win most games, you know. But defensively, it is an issue, and Joe Hart as well in goal. His confidence isn't too high, is it? After he's the not, Euros, he's not very good. It doesn't. It doesn't matter about confidence. He's not very good. Uh, he's a good keeper, but it's just yeah, it's just a confidence issue. And I don't think he's hundred percent knows what's going on, whether he's staying or going. I don't think he's been told I think, that. 
I think they need to sort that out. Who their number one is? They do, yeah. Considering, considering the season starts tomorrow. I think there's talk of bringing in someone like Testegen. But I mean, he wants a he wants a ball playing goalkeeper. That, now that I, I, ne- I nearly said a ball playing midfielder because it sounds so natural to say. I mean, but... I mean I've never heard such like, rubbish. I've heard people say this like a ball playing goalkeeper. I mean that's just it, that kind of comment now in football. I mean, what, why is it happening? What 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 is going on? Ten years ago, you would never say that you sign a keeper because he's gone on the ball. Football's changing. That's it. The same with central defenders. They've paid fifty million for John Stone because he's good on the ball. He can't defend for Toffee. No pun intended. No pun. <laughs> but yeah, it's how football is. You got the you're either on one side of it, you're on the Guardiola side, or you're on the Pulis side. I know what side you're on, and you know what side <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> I just it just baffles me why. I know that's the way he plays Guardiola, and you know he wants his teams to build from the back, but to sign a keeper because he's good on the ball. For me, that's just got to be more than just good on the ball. It's just, got to be a good shot but it just epitomises modern day football. But yeah, you know, I, I think going back to how Man City will do, I think Guardiola will anywhere he goes, he could go to Crew and he'll improve their players. Their players will improve. He improves every single one of their players. And he will improve every single one. Um, I think it's just yeah. I think defensively, there's question marks, big question marks. Um, I think he's going to be playing players like Fernando and Fernandinho at centre back. I know he likes he likes doing that, playing midfielders at the back. So, I think Fernandinho is equipped with. I think he's able to do it. He's he, he's played there a few times. I think last season, I think he played there once. But. I think he's. I think he's able to do it. I think so as well. It's just I think him adapting maybe to the Premier League might take a bit of time. And the amount of competition that is in the Premier League makes it tougher for him to to win it. Obviously, um, in La Liga he only had what Real Madrid. I don't think Atletico were as good as they are now back then. Um, no. In Germany, well, it was Bayern Munich, Dortmund now and then challenge, but. That was it, really. But now he's going to have to fend off six or seven teams to, to win the title. So that's a new kind of experience for him. That's why I think it will take time for him to adapt. Uh, they certainly won't They won't finish outside the top four. I think they'll come third. But they, I think it's too early for the team and the system to win the league mm. as of yet. It's, so, it's such a complex style. And like you said, there's, there's too much of a challenge here to experiment mm. he the pressing of teams like a Tottenham like a Liverpool just two teams there they'll press from the get go mm. his defenders won't have time to turn on the ball yeah, pick not, out a pass not, and the midfielders do the same thing I mean when he was at Barcelona and Bayern most teams just they just sat back didn't they they didn't want to waste their energy too high up the pitch yeah, so but it was, in the Premier it was, League it will be it will be relentless you'll get teams yeah. like yeah. Like Bournemouth, who who pressed from the front, you know. So, in the, yeah, in that sense, it, it's new for him. Um, but yeah, I, I think they'll win the league. I think just Aguero alone. I think he could. I mean, this might sound outrageous. I think he could get forty Premier League goals. I genuinely think he can. If he stays fit. Yeah. He, um, he could get to forty. If he stays fit, he's yeah. 
but I just think that Christmas period, it happens every year, it burns himself out. He gets injured. It's every year. Well, it's, it's, like, it's like most... System. Yeah, it's like most players, isn't it? Around Christmas, you get... What do you get? Like Ten games or, or something like that from December to mid-January. And yeah. Play, players I mean, get players get injured, don't they? So He's... He's battered as it is. Hmm. So I just think playing in such an intense system trying to get the best out of him for every game mm. it's going to be hard for him well this uh, well the, this weekend's games um, first game of the new season's Hull Hull v Leicester what, what do you think thrilling about game. that yeah. thrilling game <laughs> great game great last way season, to kick off last season we started off at, t- at Man United Tottenham now we're starting at Hull Leicester at Hull Leicester and if memory serves me right that was that was quite a dull game as well wasn't it United Tottenham it was Man United of course it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> whenever they played at home it wasn't too exciting was it no, well, home or away. Well, yeah, um, more, more so at home. I think they've got like 10 nil nil draws or something like that. You love that. <laughs> deep down, deep down, that's a great satisfaction. That, that's survival. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. What do you what do you think, Leicester? I mean, that's that's a big talking easy, point, isn't it? Easy win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hull are in absolute disarray, to be honest. That yeah. They've got what is it, thirteen fit players or something? Yeah, I think I think some fans and, might have to play. <laughs> you know, if we if we chance our arm, we get up there. We might fan, we might get up. Yeah, there. we might, we might get we might a game. Yeah, just warm up with the players. They yeah, just put a bib on. They yeah. won't notice. They won't. They don't even know who their manager is. It's like Mike Phelan's taking charge. The club's in absolute. It, wait, it is it is Phelan, isn't it? There's, yeah, like, the old yeah. Manchester United one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought, yeah. I'm, with Brucey baby leaving so early on, mm. it, that in itself was horrible for him. Mm. Having no fit players or thirteen fit first teamers rather, yeah. and essentially no signings, selling Modi Army, mm. they've 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 weakened their squad. They have, yeah. And they're they're going to finish rock bottom, and this will be the start of it. They'll go a long way without winning the game. So, I think Leicester were too good. You know, I think they've actually improved over the summer, despite the fact they've lost Kante. Keeping Va- uh, Vardy and Mares and bringing in Musa and Mendy, two great signings. I think Musa might be the this might be a dark horse for the signing of the summer. Oh, definitely. I think he's an outstanding player. He's very quick, and that's all you need in this Premier League. But and in that Leicester team, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, but it's. They they put a good showing of themselves in the Community Shields. Ultimately, ultimately they lost, mm. but that Man United team is not Hull, and they should have enough to beat Hull. I think the big thing with Leicester is the the motivation. You know, nothing can eclipse what they did last year. You think you know, that? And but it's you know it's that motivation. Can they can they go again? Put in the same hard work, same level of effort and commitment to maybe even get. Top six, maybe top four. I mean, that would be incredible. That would probably be better than. I know they won the league last year. Nothing can beat that. But to get in the top four or top six in this Premier League season might just be more outrageous than what they did last I know season. It's going to be nigh on impossible to recreate what they did last season. Mm. But they can't now look at that and go, "Well, we've won the league. There's nothing else we can do." They've got to keep going. They've got to strive. They may not. Realistically, in the given how much talent there is in the Premier League, 
they they may not win it, but they've got to try. They've got to aim for it. They can't go, well, we'll finish top six, and, uh, you know, that's our aim. Mm. I know Ranieri said 40 points again. You know, he did that all last season. But, um, yeah, I think they, they, they can't go back to the old Leicester, where a mid-table finish is good enough. They've got to keep going. They've got to keep the momentum going. They've got to try and win the league. I think, as, yeah, keeping Mahrez will be... Keeping Mahrez will be key, won't it? Yeah. yeah Even the... Well, if they, we all we all expected the three players to leave. We all expected Kante to leave, Mahrez to leave, and Vardy to leave. Mm. Two of the three have stayed at the time of recording. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might turn this off and them two might leave, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. at the, at this moment in time now, mm. they're at the club, and that's all that matters. They've kept two of their best players. They've improved the squad. They've got a lot of depth there. Mm. There's no reason to suggest to suggest they can't do it. What win the league? Yeah, I mean they've done it before, and they can do it again. I think I'll quit football if they if they win the league again. I'll I'll eat my shoes <laughs> if they win the league, every single pair of them. I'll, I mean that I'll, one's just. Oh, they can't do it. They can't do it, but they can, and it sounds stupid to say. I think anyone can. I, I think Sunderland. Could, if they beat Man City on Saturday, they can <sighs> win the league. Imagine Moyes winning the league. Didn't do it at Man United. At Sunderland, brilliant. Sticking the fingers up at United, just like, yeah, I won the league with Sunderland. (laughs) With Gila Borgia and Cabal at the back. Oh, stuff of dreams. (laughs) Absolute stuff of dreams. Catamol in midfield. Catamol for England, hashtag. Well, I don't know why it's such a (laughs) surprise. It's not happening. Why is it it such a surprise? (laughs) I'm not, no. That's for a different time. I'm not doing it. Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's Premier yeah. League. The, right, okay. The first week of the internationals, then we can get into when, it. When Lee Catamol's in the squad, then we'll we'll discuss that. But, when we've um, got a midfield of Mark Noble, Lee Catamol, and Stuart Downing, then we can ask serious questions. Mate, it wouldn't be surprising, would it? Let's be honest. <laughs> it would not. You think I'm joking? It would not be surprising one bit if those three are starting against Slovakia on September the fourth. But anyway, we'll we'll discuss that another time. Uh, what about other games? Who, who have Tottenham got? Everton, is it? Everton away. That would be an interesting game. Mm. Um, I think it'll be a tough one for both teams. I'm not going to say we're going to win because I never do. I never have any confidence in Spurs. Mm. But there's no reason to suggest they can't. Everton, they've lost. They've lost Stones. Yes, they've replaced Williams, but he hasn't been involved in the team that much. Mm. He's um. It might take him a while to get used to how they play. They've still got Funes Mori there. I don't know how fit Jagielka is. Coleman and Baines, yep, they're fine. Um, it's a good team. It's always hard going to Goodison Park. But a draw or a Spurs win. But I'm more leaning towards a draw. 1-1. One, one. Okay, yeah, that'll, uh, yeah I'll, probably, I'll probably go for that. 1-0 or 2-2. Two, two. Um, bit of a Desmond. Yeah, Desmond. Um... Oh, excuse me. I think Kuman. I think they'll get top six this year. I think. Uh, as long, I think Lukaku's a big, big question mark. Whether they'll they can if he leaves, it looks like he will leave. Um. But if they can replace him, with Bo- someone like Bonnie, maybe if, they, if he can come in and get the goals Lukaku was getting, I think they can yeah. get top six or seven. I mean, I think they'll do well. Mm. Not too well, mm. just because. 
there's so much talent in this league now. Mm. But I think top half this season and then next season they'll be challenging more for Europe. So yeah. I think that's a I think that's it. But for this weekend, I think one one. Mm. One. And uh, what other games are there? United are playing Bournemouth. Obviously, you can't see anything but a United win. Yeah, I think United, they'll, they'll be too strong. I think Bournemouth will put in a good shift, but, you know, it's a young team with Lewis Cook from Leeds and Jordan I from Liverpool. Mm. I think it's a young team. It will take time to get used to it, but, you know, they beat them there last season. They could do it they again. Did, yeah. yeah, they did. I just think Jose will have this team drilled in. Yeah, they'll... I don't know if Pogba will start because he hasn't had much of a pre-season. I don't think he's trained yet, has he? Has he trained one or two he sessions? Spent, he spent a lot of time in swimming pools. Yeah, in Miami, yeah. <laughs> so, unless he's been doing his own little fitness regime, I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he'll start. But they should, United should have more than enough to put it past Bournemouth. So I go two 0 United. Yeah, I, I, I think Bournemouth might just nick a goal. I'll, I'll go three one. Bournemouth might. I think Wilson, Callum Wilson's back, isn't he? I think. I think he, his goals will determine whether they whether they stay up or not. Um, yeah. Right, Man Man City Sunderland. What do you reckon? City. It's at it's at the Etihad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll start off well. I think it'll be a three nil convincing win. Hmm. Yeah, they'll win. I, I think it'll be quite tighter than, than you think. I think Sunderland will just literally stick 11 men behind the ball. And it might be hard to break down. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be nil-nil for most of the game. Going into the second half, I think then City will take control. So I'll go maybe one or two-nil to, uh, to Man City. I can't see Sunderland scoring. Oh, it's safe to say I don't think Sunderland are going to win. Well, if they do, that'll be a miracle. Well, like we said earlier, anything's possible, isn't it? Let's be honest. Hey, oh, anything's possible. But um, what other games are there this weekend? Oh, we well, we're playing West Ham on Monday night. You talk us through that one then. Well, I know West Ham have not had the best of pre seasons. I know they've, uh, I know they got through in the Europa League, but they lost one of those games, didn't they? I think to. Domzale from Domzale from a Slo- Slovenia is it or Slovakia? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Well, no, not really. But it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and they've. I think a few friendlies they they got beat. Um, I know they've got a few injuries. I don't know whether Payet's going to play. I know he's just come back. Uh, Cresswell's injured. Yeah, I don't know. I, f- I fancy us to win it. To be honest, I, I'm going to go for a two-one. Uh, It'll score West Ham. I can't see them not scoring against our defence but um, I think it, it's a you know, big London derby Monday night under the lights at Stamford Bridge I think the atmosphere will be good um, Conte's first game I think we'll win I think I think it'll be 2-1 it'll be very entertaining I'll give you that I think yeah I think it'll be end to end it'll be a great game it'll be a 100 mile an hour game non-stop I think that's the way both teams will play I think the, the final fixture of the weekend, well, not of the weekend, but on Sunday, is a great little clash. Arsenal versus oh, yeah, Liverpool. Arsenal and Liverpool. Um, oh, that's, that's a tough one to predict, that is. Because uh, Arsenal, they've not, um, they didn't start well last season, did they? Uh, I think it's key that they start well this season. Um, mm-hmm. But I know most of their players aren't back yet, are they? Is, is Giroud, Giroud's not back? 
the defence is this Koscielny won't play Gabriel won't play and Mertesacker won't play I can't if, if they sign Mustafi today I actually no he's just gone 12 o'clock so I don't think he's allowed to play anyway no he's not right. he's just he's just missed a registration day yeah but so it is going to be holding and like Chambers there mm-hmm. so Liverpool will look at that and go just set Sturridge on him Firmino, I know Sturridge, Sturridge is out. I think. I think. Stur- is he? I think it was well, announced. Firmino, then. He's a doubt. I think Sturridge. But yeah, for, yeah, for me or Rigi, someone like Rigi, with his pace. Got, we haven't spoke much about Liverpool, but they've got they've improved so much over the summer, and I think they could be Tottenham's challengers for top four. Oh. I think without Europe, without um, Europe, the the sole focus is the Premier League. Mm. I think. Um, I think it, it's key that Sturridge stays fit. Think, oh yeah, um, similar to the Aguero. Thing yeah, similar to. Obviously, he's not. He's not on Aguero's level, but no. he. Again, it's you know strikers get goals, strikers win you titles, defenses win you titles, but his goals will determine whether Liverpool challenge for the title or not. I'm not going to say win it, but I think they will be up there. I think. I think they will be up there. I think a lot of teams will be up there, but for someone like. Um. Chelsea and Liverpool, no European football, mm. will help them. And I think they've had a good pre-season, Liverpool. They're playing under Klopp's system. Mm. I think they'll take take advantage of a weakened Arsenal back line, and I think they'll win 2-1. I'm going to go for a draw. I think one all. I think one all. Um, Arsenal are good at home. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, yeah, just one all. I think, I think it'll be a draw for both teams. Which wouldn't be too bad, I suppose, for, for either team. Considering Either it's way, a tough away game and Arsenal have got injuries galore, so I think it will I be... I think Liverpool, will, Liverpool will, be, will be looking at this going, we can win this. But yeah. Arsenal will come out of it if they don't lose, going, you know what, thread their defence against a good attack. Mm. I think we'll, they'll have to take a point. But yeah. if they do lose, the Wenger Boo boys will be out again. And it's with the same old story of Wenger out, we need to spend, spend, spend... Mm. Yeah, it'll be. That. It'll all kick off. I'm and sure. it's getting annoying now because the man, the man deserves respect. He he deserves a massive amount of respect for what he's done at that club, mm. and because he won't spend money in a in a ridiculous climate, in terms of the Premier League paying over the odds for good to aver- average to good players. Mm. They're not they're not buying the Bales or the Iniestas of the world. They're buying John Stone to fifty million. Yeah. I can see why he's not spending a lot of money. But they, they need to, though. I mean, yeah, the injuries have forced his hand at the back anyway. But even before the injuries, you know, they needed to strengthen. Oh yeah. You know, so, but um, yeah. What what other games are there this weekend? Who else are playing? I think it's like I think Palace are playing West Brom. I think we've covered the big teams. We've covered uh, the big teams. Anything yeah. regarding Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace will win. Well, because they, because they've got Alan Pardiola. But it's, it's my man Pulis against against your man Pardew, isn't it? So it's the battle. It's the battle of the peas, yeah, really. I it's think... whoever. It's, it should come down to a dance off, if I'm honest. <laughs> you know, if, it's, if it's a draw, after if it's 90 a draw, we'll just go into the centre circle, bang. Pardew's Pardew's out there. Right. His routine, people could see it. Pulis, he's got he's got some cards stacked away. You don't know what he's going to bang no, out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it, he will surprise you. And unexpectedly, he will win the dance off, and therefore give West Brom the three points. He will win out of fear. 
Pulis doesn't have fear. I also think Tony Pulis is one of two managers that could be the first to leave the clubs this season. No way. Yeah. Him and Walter Mazzari. He, he could have a squad full of unprofessional footballers. He will still keep them in the Premier League. Tony Pulis. Off on the pitch, he'll keep them up. Off the pitch, I think, is the problem because they've just been taken over. Uh, Jeremy Peace, who we got on with, got on well with, has left the club, or he's in the process of leaving the club. I think off the field problems will will harm the club more than on the pitch. On the pitch, you'll be Poulos. It'll be his. We'll take a nil-nil draw at home to to Bournemouth. West Ham. <laughs> We're not going all out attack. We could lose. I think yeah. Like, I think. I think off the pitch, it'll be more of a concern. I think he'll target forty points again. Yeah, and he'll do it. You you know he'll do it. If he if he's there, he'll do it. He oh yeah, like, but I, I didn't know that that guy left the club. Uh, was Jeremy? What's his name? Jeremy. Hayes. Yeah. He was the guy that was all uh, involved in that Berahino debacle last summer. Yeah, he's the one that kept him. He uh, him and Poulis did well together in mm. terms of business. So him leaving the club, I think, might be a big. A big thing. Mm. So watch this space. That's the, that should be the bet of the week. Tony Poulis to be the first manager gone. Uh, uh, yeah. I've, I know you can't. Uh, you can't back it because well, he's your man. I can't. I think everywhere he goes, he just does a job, and I, I admire him for that. I think even Mourinho said I think it was last season or the season before. If he was um, the owner of an English football club, Poulis would be his manager. I think that just sums it up. Despite the season he got sacked with it, that he's losing his mind. Uh, <laughs> it might have been the season we won the title. Oh, if if that if it's that season, I'll understand. But yeah, last season, yeah, he lost the plot, didn't he? But um, anyway, just finally, let's uh, go on our predictions then for the season. Right. You kick us off. Who do you reckon are the champions? Man City. Alright, give us your top four seed. Man City, your champions. Yep. Who's second, third, and fourth? United, close second. And then I think there'll be a bit of a gap, maybe five or six points between United and then Chelsea third. And I think Liverpool fourth. I think Liverpool just get fourth place. What do you reckon? Top four. I reckon. Right, champions, Man United. Yeah. Champions, Man United. I think second will be Chelsea. Uh, third Manchester City and then it'll be a bit of a gap between City and fourth and I think fourth is between us at Spurs and Liverpool okay I think I think Liverpool I don't know whether this, this is the pessimist of picking my own team but I just think Liverpool not having European football mm. I mean it works wonders for them when they nearly won the league under mm. Brendan Rodgers and it worked wonders for Leicester last season mm. I think that's such a big advantage and I think that's why Chelsea will do well as well because they can just put all their focus into the Premier League Yeah. Saturday occasionally a League Cup game on a Tuesday or a Wednesday a Saturday again none of this midweek rubbish just straight up Premier League and the occasional Premier League midweek game that you get in December yeah. and yeah I think uh, to be honest I'd probably take top four as much as I do want to challenge for the title it would be great just to challenge again but um, you know I think to be back in the Champions League 
probably got to be the priority for this year. So top three, top top three probably because fourth you're not guaranteed a place in the Champions League. So top top three, but but yeah, we've got to go for the league. We have to we have to challenge for the title. That's that's. Yeah. I think everyone will. It's like you were saying that what are the aims for some of the clubs? I think everyone this season will look at it and go, we can win this league. Mm. If Pochettino and Klopp be looking at this, going, you know, we've got good enough squads, we can win this league. But the target for most clubs will be. Let's challenge for the league. Anything else that happens will end up. That's that's the cards we've been given. I think. And I think no, go on. You, you go first. No, I'm no I was just think, I think. I think targets uh, they change, don't they, throughout the season? Mm-hmm. I mean, Chelsea. We, we had such a bad start last year. By the time it was October, November, we were like, "Oh, top four would be brilliant," and we were out to win the title. So, and you're like you said earlier with Tottenham. You know, your target was to get the top four. And probably after that Man City game when you won, was it two one? After yeah. that, you started to believe that you, this you know this could happen. We could win the title. So it does it does change. I think as as the season goes on. I think a start uh, a good start will help. Mm. I think I think Liverpool and Chelsea will get off to good starts, and I think I think City, United, Chelsea, and Liverpool will get off to good starts. I think Tottenham and, and Arsenal will be they'll be they'll be iffy. I think Tottenham might come into it after Christmas. Yeah. I think Liverpool might drop out of it after Christmas because I just think the fixture congestion. Excuse me. I think the fixture congestion might get up to him a little bit. Mm. For someone with a Klopp and a Pochettino, where their style is so intense. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, it's just so it's so difficult to call, isn't it? It's just so difficult. I mean, we're sitting here saying, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Chances are it's not going to happen. No, every every possibility we're going to say, there could be 10, 15 outcomes we can come out with and not one of them yeah. will happen. We, could have, was like, we haven't even covered West Ham. No. West Ham are a dark horse. I don't, <laughs> personally, I don't think they'll do that well, but they're another team that you could look at and go, well, they could go, they could do well. They could get top they four. Could, they, they could get top four. There's no reason to, to suggest they can't. Again, it's that Thursday, Sunday conundrum isn't it can they do I mean it, it it was horrible when Tottenham did it and it hinders us for years yeah but it, not, think, not really last season though I mean it's because we threw the the, the, the game against Dortmund yeah you we threw that one yeah you didn't play a strong team did you in that game Both no games. home or away mm. but we threw it because it People said you got a challenge for it, and I understood why Pochettino did it because if we ended up winning the league, it would have been justified. It was one of them things that oh, they look back and go, "Oh, we shouldn't have dropped it against Dortmund." That's only because he didn't win. Mm. If they, if Tottenham won the league, it would have been a justified decision. Yeah. And uh, well, let's just finish on other European leagues around around Europe. Let's start in. Uh, where should we start? Germany. Yeah, we'll give Germany a go. Who's, who's, do I need to ask who's going to win that or? Honestly, we know who's going to win every league in Europe. Yeah, apart from the Premier League. <laughs> Bayern Munich are going to win Germany. Mm. That's it. I think Dortmund will put up a very good fight because they've signed some good players. Mm. But I think they've Ancelotti will win the Champions League with them this season. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, I, I think I think my final for the Champions League is Juventus, uh, Juventus Munich, and I think Munich will do it. I think. Dortmund will give them a good go. Mm. I think Dortmund have a good run in the Champions League. 
but I just think Bayern will be too strong for him. Yeah, I mean that. I agree with that. I, I mean, I don't know about Bayern Juve final. I mean, it's impossible to predict what the final will be because of how the draw works. But um, yeah, Bayern, Bayern will win the German league. If they don't, that's well. It, it could be. It's a bit outrageous, but Ancelotti could be gone. If they don't win, yeah, the, I mean, well, if they, they don't the win the German league, league and the Champions League, if they don't win either of them, then if they don't win either, he's in trouble. Yeah, already, and uh, that could be another manager waving his way into the Premier League. I'd love him. But, I love Ancelotti. Oh, I, I know you him. do as well. Yeah, I love him. He's brilliant. He's this brilliant. is a nice bloke as well. Yeah, he's just. I think that I think that helps a lot. He seems like a nice guy. He just like he turns up, just does his job, wins titles, gets on with everyone. It's not. I don't hear anyone say a bad word about him, to be honest. Yeah, everyone loves him. Yeah, I mean, even Zlatan loved him. Yeah, I mean, Zlatan doesn't love many people. But Ancelotti's one of them. Call him a father figure, I think, so... Yeah. That's right, let's go for the Italian league. There's been a lot of movement there. Well, are Juventus winning it for the sixth year in a row? Of course they are. I think they'll win it at a canter, to be honest. They will batter that league. <laughs> they will, <laughs> they will literally tear it to shreds. It's no contest. It's a, it, they should now make a trophy for second place. <laughs> do you know what? It wouldn't surpri- this is, again, outrageous. And I do like an outrageous prediction. They could actually win all 38 games. Nah, I'm not having that. I understand <laughs> what you mean. They actually I could. What you mean, but that is too outrageous. <laughs> they actually could. They're good enough. I mean, just just for, just say, right, a scenario that they get knocked out of the cup. They won't, but they get knocked out of the cup. And they get knocked out group stage Champions League, right? And by the time that happens, they've won all their Serie A games. So from there on, from December onwards, all they've got is Serie A football to play, right? They could, they could then go on and win every game because they've got nothing else to worry about. That could happen. No, I can see that. I can understand where you're coming from. But they'll probably go far in the Champions League, and then they'll they'll probably win the league by March. And then, they'll win it by Christmas. They'll win it after the first game. That's... They'll just, they'll just submit. No, it's just people are expecting Juve not to do very well because they've lost Pogba, and the reality is he's not that big of a loss to them because they've signed Miralem Pjanic from yeah, Roma, and they've still kept the majority of their squad. Yeah, most Juventus fans will look at the Pogba sale and go, you know what? I would have liked to have kept him, but losing him and getting that much money for him isn't that much of a big deal. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the depth they've got is, is, is incredible. It's, uh, it is mad. Up front, it's, you know, they've got Dybala, Higuain, uh, what else they got up front? Mandzukic, and for, Mandzukic. The, for the time being, Zaza. Zaza. But he could be going to Wolfsburg. I mean, defensively, it's... That's unreal. Defensively, it's the best in Europe. I agree with that, yeah. Buffon, uh, in goal. The, the, the three centre-backs, yeah, best defence in Europe, mm. on their own. But they've got Alves and Lichtsteiner on one side. Mm-hmm. Um, Ever and Sandro. Ever and Sandro on the other. That's outstanding. That's, that's ridiculous. I mean, any club would be happy with that. But, um, yeah, probably, yeah, Juve will win that. What, where else? France? I know your, your beloved French league. I, lo- I love it and I want it to do so well. And you, I, and I, you will uh, defend it to the hills. No I, I just feel like going up to Monaco and Lyon and like rubbing their heads and going, next year. But... <laughs> As much as as much as it seems like PSG will win it and they'll they'll do a Juve and batter the league, I think it'll be a lot diff- harder than people give them credit for. Do you think? Yeah. Why? I think um, well, Unai Emery's been brought in to win the Champions League. Mm. 
And that seems like a tall order, but that's why he's there. Mm. I think selling, well, well, as I say selling, Zlatan leaving is a big loss because he's such a good player and he's such a good team player. He doesn't, I don't think he gets that much credit for what he brings to a club and to a team. Mm. It's, a, it's a different team now without him. Krachowiak is superb. Mm-hmm. Um, when Verratti's fit, that is that is a spurge fest of midfield with them two. Mm. Pastore, Di Maria, Lucas, Ben Arthur, Cavani. That's a great attack. But it's how well they gel. It's getting the best out of Ben Arthur. He had such a good season last season. Um, for Nice. For Nice, because he was the main man and he had... He had Claude Puel, the new Southampton manager, funnily enough, putting an arm around and just telling him he's amazing. It's what Pardew and Bruce didn't do at Newcastle and Hull. They didn't they didn't understand Ben Arthur, you know? I'm gonna sound like such a like a, a hipster, they just didn't understand him. <laughs> but it's up to Emery now to to essentially make him the man yeah. to get the best out of him. It's keeping everyone happy. And I think he's never won a domestic league in his career, Emery. So it's a risk. So there's pressure on him. There's massive pressure on him. Because it's it's um Leon and Monaco can now go into this season and go, Well, we we're not expected to win the league. We can just play a game and hope and see what happens. Yeah. The pressure to win the league is on PSG because under Blanc they they were They'd easily win it because they're that good mm. under him domestically. He got sacked because he was rubbish in Europe. And now it's the other way around. Emery's brilliant in Europe, but in the league it's questionable. But let's, think, let's be honest, though. Emery, where was he before Sevilla? Was he anywhere, has, he, has he only been at Sevilla? He was at, I think he was at Atletico Madrid. Yes, I think he was, yeah. So he's not... So that you know that's Barca and Real dominated, isn't it? He, so, when I say it's a risk, it's not... It's not a massive risk. It's a big risk mm. because they're they're effectively changing a winning system, mm. and you know the if it's not broke, don't fix it, kind of thing. Yeah. But they should win it. There's no reason why they shouldn't win it. But Leon and Monaco, you know, Leon, if they kept, if they keep Lacazette, if they keep Gazelle, and with Fakir coming back from injury, that's that's superb. They've got Unkulu. From Marseille on a free transfer That's to replace him. That's a good That's sign. That's a superb signing. That's a brilliant signing. It's a good spine of the team now. I think Monaco, they've got Valerie Germain back on loan off Nice, mm. who was good alongside Ben Arthur. Falcao's come back, and guess what? He's injured. No, he's um, not. Yes, he is. Oh, great. He ain't playing tonight. Who they got tonight? I think they got Gangon tonight. But, um,. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot more competition now than you know than than you're led to believe in France. Mm. PSG should win it; they probably will win it, but they'll be judged in the Champions League, which I think they'll probably semi-final at best. I don't think they'll win it this season. Yeah, they'll yeah they'll yeah you're right. You know they'll get judged on on how well they do in Europe. Um, the league, I personally think they'll probably win it by. The same distance they won it last year. I don't see many teams challenging them. I really hope they don't. You, you, I know you hope I they like don't. the team, but I hope they don't. Because it's so. 
it would benefit so much from having a good title race and having Leon fulfil mm. their potential because yeah. they're such a good team when they want to be. Yeah, I mean, they showed. I remember the game. I think last season they played PSG at home. I think they're the first team to beat them. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I remember watching that game. That was they were outstanding. Leon from from minute one to ninety, they were the better team. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it would probably be those three, wouldn't it? PSG, Leon, and Monaco in the Champions League, but. Yeah. I can't see many teams catching PSG. Um, so let's move on to Spain. We, yeah, Spain. Yeah, I think Spain... It's one of three, isn't it? I fancy Real Madrid. I fancy Real Madrid for it. I, I think Bale's, well, actually. I think Bale's coming into his own. I think Ronaldo's obviously no slouch, and I think Zidane is building something that's admirable. Mm. I think, you know, he's won the Champions League in his first six months. Yeah. With it, no one really expected them to do it either. But I think the good thing with Zidane is that he used to be the manager of the second team, didn't he? Real Madrid Castilla. Yeah. So he'll know most of those young players. And I think those some of them will get a, a chance in the first team. I, I, I know they played Chelsea in a, in a pre season friendly, and they it was basically their second team, bar Varane and I think Marcelo played. Um, but most of their youngsters are really good. And uh, I think they'll get. I think they'll get a chance in the first team this year. Yeah, I think he. He. he ha- I think that. Nah, let me get my words out. Florentino Perez wants him to be his Guardiola, essentially, and I think that buys Zidane so much time. With people like Rafa Benitez, who I, even now, I don't understand why he was a manager. I don't understand why they sacked Ancelotti, mm. um, Capello a couple of years ago. It's they were running on on no time they had a time limit of essentially winning everything Zidane has a bit more than that because I think he's the golden boy for Perez he's brought back Morata who I think will be superb for them this season I think he's got them solid hmm. it's the first time in a while you look at them and go defensively they're, they're very good and I think that might just push them over the edge yeah yeah I think yeah I think Real Madrid will We'll just about do it. Obviously, I think Barcelona second, obviously. Uh, Atletico, we'll run them close again. I think they've made some good signings. I know Gamero's gone there. He'll get they've made some good signings, yeah. And, uh, but they'll probably leave next season. And uh, I think the one good thing about Real Madrid now is that um, I don't think he can treat Zinedine Zidane. Florentino Perez can't treat Zinedine Zidane the way he's treated other managers. Because he's a legend. Because yeah, he's the he's fans love. you know the fans yeah. love him. If he you know harshly sacks him like he has done with other managers, I think a lot of people would turn on him. So yeah, I think it'll be the beginning of the end because I think he like you said he's such a loved player and he's not just at Madrid but around the world because yeah. it's Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, it's, yeah. he's he's Zidane. There's nothing else to put to it. The name Zidane's a superlative in itself, mm. but. I think they they could win it. I think they've got a good chance of it. But then again, it's Messi, Suarez and Neymar on the other side of the country. So, anything can happen. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week for more of the same. Take care. Bye-bye for now.